Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, along with co-host Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. Welcome, listeners. Today's topic, you know, we feel kind of, um, I don't connect it to this. Uh, it is CBD use while pregnant. And we're connected to this because I think both Kimberly and I have a great appreciation uh, for with the responsibilities and the instincts uh, and what a mother goes through uh, when bearing a child. Oh, yeah, it's it's terrifying. It's wonderful. It's yeah, it's all the things that um, as a female, you you're so happy. But again, yes, you're very you're very scared and your body goes through so many changes. Yeah, that and some are not wonderful. Yeah. And 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 that feeling is what created the approach to today's show. There is a natural instinct in females to protect this process. Oh, well, yes. I mean, everybody from your mother to your doctor, I mean, everybody tells you you have to be extremely protective over now, this. It comes from inside you. Oh, well, that the, too, the, yes. The need, it, it's built, it's wired in deep. Uh, and you guys are ferocious about protecting it. And so when we thought about this subject, and I know Kimberly would agree to this, we knew the influences and the pressures that have been put on mothers over the years. Yes. Pharmacology and opinions of, of uh, doctors and parents and, and friends alike. I mean, all these um, suggestions and, and uh, pressures are all coming from all around you uh, as a mother. And it's, it's, it's kind of a, uh, a chore and something you guys do really well is to assimilate that and try to make good decisions based on what's inside of you that's driving this. Yes. You need to do this really well. So in effort and the celebration of that knowledge is why we chose to provide you with an unbiased, unfiltered presentation of what we found to be the current research, opinions, studies, reviews, what is the current that is out there um, so that we don't add a burden to you, but instead can just share what's out there. Yeah, give you a little bit of information that is, you know, not judgmental. Yeah, um, yeah got a lot is, of that already. Yeah, that, that's, that's huge. Um, and then give you just a little bit of relief from those things that maybe you're you're wondering about. Yeah, exactly, right? Because I'm sure uh, doing things well is a part of your role. Yeah. And here comes CBD. Uh, it doesn't have the side effects as uh, pharmaceuticals, and so you must be questioning that in your, your in your brain. Going, okay, is this something I should be looking at? Right, because yeah. it can so. help with a lot of the <clears throat> the things that your body goes through when you become pregnant. Yeah. You know, nausea, pain, uh, stress, anxiety, all that stuff. 
Yeah, so, and there was another way we decided to help. Uh, this time around, when we were looking, we found out that there was tons of studies with cannabis and pregnancy. And by the way, what we have learned, what I very specifically learned is when there's reference to cannabis, it's always a earlier study and it has, it was, it was uh, marijuana driven. So yeah. cannabis was THC-based uh, clinical research for pregnancy. It's not until they move that terminology over to cannabinoids and even more so addressing very specific cannabinoids that it started to pull away from marijuana. So yeah. lots of studies on cannabis and cannabis. Wow, I'm going to go through a bunch of list of things, but it's like, uh, yeah, you're going to hell if you <laughs> do cannabis while you're pregnant. Um, so one of the one of the one things we did is this time we decided to purchase studies uh, just because the information out there was just so random and incomplete. Yeah. And we would like to make that available on our website. We'll have a little link there for a study that was uh, acquired by us. And everything that we talk about, you can go back to that report and just dissect it a little further. Yeah, I think it's a, it's. Uh, well, what I found, you know, when I, because I, I usually do like maybe just the initial research for the topic. Um, and I told Ed, I said, wow, this is going to be, this is tough. tough one, I can't yeah. find anything that's reliable or uh, not THC dominated. Um, right. And of course, we don't want anyone to do THC uh, while they're pregnant or breastfeeding. Um, and so that's why at this show, we really like to take a cannabinoid and separate them. Yes, we, we believe that they all belong together, but in some instances, instance, oh boy, I can't say that <laughs> word. They don't belong together and you don't want to have all of them. So, yeah. yeah. Very, very true. And, and well said too. Yeah. And, and again, it, it's going to be somewhat chaotic for a little while. Yes. In this area. So mothers, you're still in need to try to even cipher through the information we're going to provide you today. Right. Uh, but again, we'll make this document available to you. The document uh, is a review by peers, by, by uh, practitioners and MDs uh, alike. I think there is 12 of them in total, uh, and they scoured through and have reviewed 93 different clinical, peer-reviewed, published, either studies, uh, uh, findings, other reviews to gather all this information that's in this single document. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, the name of this document, just in case you do decide to go uh, to our website and look for it, will be called the Considerations and Implications of Cannabidiol Use During Pregnancy. Remember, cannabidiol is the long word for CBD. CBD all, all right. by itself, that single molecule. Correct, correct. Okay. All right, so let's start out by some facts that uh, they shared at the very beginning, which most clinical reviews will do this. They'll start right at the beginning going, okay, well, that's, that's who is using it and why and so forth and so on. Right. Uh, it started out with uh, there has been over the last 10 years an increasing use of mothers using uh, cannabis-related cannabis products during pregnancy, uh, and it seems to be following the trend of legalization. Oh, That's okay. That's first, first pack. Okay. 
Uh, some use statistics. Uh, well, cannabis and CBD related products are uh, use, are being used more so now uh, for acute and chronic pains, anxieties, seizure disorders, arthritis, migraines, insomnias, cancer, and even more specific with pregnancy. And I was surprised to hear this, uh, Kimberly, was nausea. Oh, well, yes, as, okay. a, as any pregnant person knows, the morning sickness is a real thing. And it doesn't <laughs> just hang out in the morning and go away in the afternoon. There's many times it's an all-day thing. Um, I, I'm right. And, and it can lead to, oh, my gosh, it can lead to dehydration. It yeah, can lead to uh, so many things because yeah. if you can't keep it in, your body's getting nothing. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and I'm, men don't look at that and go, well, what's the problem? Yeah, right? They're just like, what? It's okay. You'll be okay. Just eat something. Go eat some no, more pickles and peanut butter. I mean, <laughs> what do you expect? I think I think um, right. with my first pregnancy, it was like saltines and 7-Up. Yeah. That's the only thing that would stay down. That's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, all right. So, you know, some specifics. And they're also saying, suggesting that the rise of use uh, was people who were educated, who were, you know, of a higher income bracket. And they're not suggesting that this is uh, of the group who just doesn't understand. Well, and the again... The increase is amongst those who do understand. Yeah, they do understand. And yeah. I think the fear, obviously the fear isn't for the, for the mother. It's for what's happening to the fetus. That's yeah, right. where the fear is, I, obviously. That makes sense. With Completely everything. makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about some of the things we have been told. Okay, when Kim and, Kimberly and I first brought this up, it was like, oh, my God, oh, no to this and no to that. Let's talk about those. Let's find out what these the 12 are. professionals dug up. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, be very aware when you're reading past clinical reviews and studies, and even this document, the use of these three terms, I had to start to really understand why they were being used this way. The use of cannabis, generalized marijuana. The use yeah. of cannabinoids, generalized CBD, THC, CBN, CBG as a whole, not individually. Okay. And then finally, the use of cannabidiol was very specific to CBD. All right, so I did notice that they were interchanging those, but they were interchanging them at very specific times. The older studies were using cannabis, and they would refer to the THC constantly. So I, just through my knowledge of clinical, I am the one that arrived at this. So when they referenced cannabis, they were referring to marijuana. Right. Uh, with a higher THC molecule, and so forth and so on. So again, I did this... Looking, I read through the entire review and the entire studies before I came to this conclusion. I just wanted to share that conclusion with you. Mm -hmm. um, cannabis use during pregnancy. Well, here we go. Uh, lots of them. Um, there is something called uh, anencephaly, which is, by the way, very rare. But it is when the baby's born with an underdeveloped brain. Yes. Uh, hyperactivity, anxiety, uh, spontaneous preterm birth. These are all what they said clinically shown for people who are using marijuana on a regular basis. 
During pregnancy. During pregnancy. Yeah, during yes. pregnancy. So that we get that correct. Uh, if uh, And they noted a couple different studies, and one of them is the one everybody's heard about. Oh, we found THC molecules in breast milk, which means it was able to pass through the placenta. Yeah, and I, just a quick question. So I know now that um, they test mothers who are delivering babies uh-huh. if there's any drugs in their in their system okay. at delivery. So I, I would, especially I guess, would that be triggered by by someone who is having a, a premature baby or a smaller baby or? You know, I didn't I didn't read anything oh. in that direction. Great question, but I didn't read anything there. Yeah. Yeah, well, even with just that, just knowing that that might happen if you do THC during pregnancy. Well, remember, these are just some possible outcomes. Oh. Still studies very light. And they, they even, you know, in here they'll say studies were difficult with cannabis because who are you going to get to do it? Right. Any pregnant mom is going to put her hand up. <laughs> like, wow. Right. That's, that's, so it was very challenging yeah. to get this. They had to do it in a lot of uh, animals and such as that and, and then transfer the knowledge over. Uh, uh, but I'll keep going because there is plenty more. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple animal studies have reported that CBD safety in humans, although uh, more studies were needed, uh, they did recognize that they there were less issues. Okay. So studies of CBD in humans. Uh, or in, in uh, animals found that. Um, the majority of users in the study were found uh, to be very tolerant of CBD and not so much of THC. Uh, again, these are some old studies. Let's see. Uh, and the, um, the 93 studies, four, eight, four, uh, I'm going to read this. Um, Let me see. Multiple studies had determined that THC is present in cannabis users' breast milk. So mm. this, was, this was the mm-hmm. no familiar. Though the determination of this effect on neural development is still under study. This is currently as of June 2020. Therefore, both the Academy, American Academy of Pediatrics and the Academy of uh, of breastfeeding medicine recommends abstaining from cannabis usage during lactation until these have been discovered. Wanted to share that with you because I have high regards for those two institutes. Mm-hmm. And I, I went and I think they approached the use of cannabinoids uh, very responsibly. Yes. As as an example, I went to there too and and. and Checked in on their statements, uh, and they were very without drama. They were, yes, need more studies, but we believe that there is, and that's good, and this is good, and that's not yet. We're not there yet. But when I went to FDA's regarding uh, uh, cannabinoids and pregnancy, mm-hmm. it was a quite a different story. They're very defensive. Oh, my God, don't ever use it. We didn't approve this. It's not allowed. You shouldn't. And, but then they uh, have approved you know, 13 different CBD pharmaceuticals. So just wanted to share the, both yeah. those notes with you. I did some research for you. Uh, and I do have notes about the FDA's view on this. 
Uh, let me keep going. Let's see. When I, uh, when I read this, cannabic, cannabis exposure is associated with neurological impairment, hyperactivity, poor cognitive functions, and changes in the dopamine receptor in children. Now, because of this, another reason why cannabis use during pregnancy is thought to be not a great idea. Yeah. All right. Two reasons here. One is we know that it passes through the placenta and into the baby. Mm-hmm. Two, we have studies of THC use providing some of these problems. So when I connect those two together, they look very taboo to me. Yes. I mean, obviously, the development of your child is the number one concern right. for you. So you don't want to do anything. And it's, I mean, we've learned, unfortunately, that everything we put into our mouth, pretty much, uh, the baby is going to have some form of it. So we can't, right. I mean, you're very limited. Right. And unfortunately, it's even getting like more. Now they're even saying like no sushi. No, I mean, mm. no everything. Yep. So it's, it's pretty hard for a pregnant mother. Uh, let, let me read another conclusion they came up with. Epigenetic changes due to cannabinoid exposure. Cannabinoid, okay, mm -hmm. that means multiple cannabinoids, including THC, during the prenatal period have been investigated in rats and humans and suggested that exposure to THC, one of the cannabinoids, even minimal can alter brain structure and that the epigenome remains sensitive to TH3, THC throughout adolescence. Yeah. They also considered in the same study that tobacco use was common for those who were uh, also doing cannabis. Yes. So those two uh, yeah. would commonly go hand in hand, increasing the problem. I read that a lot um, because aren't don't babies, they come out smaller, they're smaller yes. if yep. there's tobacco use, right? That's yes. correct. That's correct. Pre, uh, preterm. Yeah. It led to a lot of preterm deliveries. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Much of the precautions. Now, this is an interesting statement. And again, these 12 professionals made this conclusion, and this is a conclusion, uh, after reviewing 93 studies. Much of the precautions against CBD are justified via studies on cannabis in general, the TH, the marijuana stuff yeah. that had been done in later years. Okay, so again, much of the cautions against CBD are justified via studies of the cannabis in general. Uh, it also suggested here that uh, um, FDA says there's no real comprehensive research yet and suggests not to use CBD during pregnancy. Uh, we also cited here a 1986 study in pregnant mice find that high doses of CBD disrupted testicular, func tes 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 testicular okay, go <laughs> functions yes. in the male. And I think we've all heard of that. Yes. Uh, but I had to kind of chuckle about this a bit. This is a 1986 study. Oh, okay. Nothing, nothing really good. Everybody keeps re referencing that study. Yes. Um, and FDA made another statement, which is why I went to their website and evaluated 
their view in this very specific topic. It says, overall, the FDA suggests against the use of CBD in pregnancy due to the dissimilarity of, I'm going to look at Kim's face when I say this, <laughs> CBD to THC. <laughs> so uh, FDA, come on, you, got, you guys can do better than that. Yes, we can separate this plant. <laughs> well, the, the fact that CBD and THC are similar. They're not. Is nothing. Oh, my goodness. So that that really made me feel extremely uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, as in, I'm sorry, what, who are you guys promoting by that, making that statement? Um, so uh, we also have uh, therapeutic benefits of CBD in general. And in this document, there is uh, a good list if you ever wanted to review this. If you want to grab this document off our website or however they set that up, you can go through this list and they talk about you know, strong evidence supporting the use of cannabinoids for epilepsy, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, uh, therapeutic brain in, or traumatic brain injuries and inflammation uh, and... and um, uh, pain, chronic pain, vomiting, such as that, right? So there's this nice long list of where they reviewed just cannabinoids in general for us, you know, yeah. and then just kind of cited all the things so you didn't get confused. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to go, well, wait a minute, is it really this good for this? So they point that out because when they are, because we're going to come back to, I know, and you'd like to finally hear this, very specific studies and very specific outcomes. Those will be the next things that we talk about. Well, they couldn't get to those, and this is why I like this group so much. They couldn't get to those until they dispelled that. Yeah, no, these have already been, these have already been shown to have a great impact in these areas. We just want to focus in on the pre-development of the fetus. We want to focus in on the little, the, the, the trimesters uh, during pregnancy and mm -hmm. the impact of that, and then post uh, birth, uh, you know, uh, the the lactate, the um, nursing, the, nursing the child. Yes. Right. So they may, are, were leading up to this, and I thought that was terrific. So let's let's start in and and see what they had to say. Let's see the findings. Uh, let's try. So there was an interesting piece I did want to share. Recent review discusses the strong evidence for the use of CBD and THC to successfully treat nausea and vomiting in patients receiving chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. Currently, very little research exists examining pure CBD for the treatment of, of this. Morning sickness. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that interesting? So as a note to your mothers, uh, the CBD by itself may not relieve you of the vomiting. No, I, I, I mean, it, it will relieve you of some of it, the symptoms, but the actual nausea Itself, and the, all right. that, yes. It may yeah. require the THC component right. in it. it okay. It'll help with the anxiety of all of it happening, but um, it's, yeah, the actual nausea is the THC part, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, there also was uh, a little discussion about adolescents with IBD, irritable bowel uh, dysfunction, mm -hmm. let's see. Um, so irritable, or I'm sorry, inflammatory bowel disease. I'll say that correctly, inflammatory bowel disease. Uh, now, the recent study was uh, for adolescents and the success of it. 
the use of CBD. So CBD for inflammatory conditions related to IBD in children. Yeah. Yeah, success. So again, kind of painting a picture. Right. Honing in, getting closer. I uh, just thought that was, uh, that was, well, not only that, they said overall, there is substantial evidence supporting the use of CBD for inflammatory conditions related to children. Anyway, I'm going to keep going. There are, I'd already suggested, about a dozen or so pharmaceutical brands of cannabinoids. Cannabinoids meaning uh, could be a CBD formulated product or a combination of CBD and THC. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are plenty out there. Uh, so pharmacology has definitely gotten their hands on this. The... Before we go on to the break, I think I want to just kind of ensure that the mothers that are listening, why is the conversation of CBD even coming up? And that is because CBD is a ligand. You have a, a ligand is a cannabinoid. So a cannabinoids, may that be CBD, THC, CBN? Those are all phytocannabinoids. In your body, you have endocannabinoids, yes. like, like AG2 and anatomy. Okay, so those are cannabinoids. And your body has just a myriad of receptors throughout your entire body, those receptors being both cannabinoid receptors and G-protein receptors. They're all throughout your body, and they all respond to the signaling of the binding of these cannabinoids. So you can get the cannabinoids from the inside or from the outside. And it's that complex web that is running through your entire system that helps you regulate the necessary functions for you to survive on this planet. Right, yeah. Yeah. So when we are talking about cannabinoids, we're just adding in additional ligands so that our ECS system works better. Right. Not. We have them. We just don't have enough of them and we need correct some some additional help from a plant correct correct is, yeah. yeah we're not as in a pristine uh, environment as we were you know some 500 years ago right thousand years ago yes. for it. um population I, you know pollutions and yeah. dietaries our and body deals with a lot of things every day all right now here's what we want to do we have now going to move into some good, real discussions, very specific to CBD, good and bad, what's currently out there. And these studies, by the way, are still uh, at the beginning. Yeah, they I can't are not imagine. Finite yet. Right, how difficult it is to do a study yeah. um, on even an, a pregnant animal. I yeah. mean, you're still. There's still a fetus in there that you need to think about. <laughs> I know, I'm over here. This See, poor the little maternal, baby meows. The maternal instinct is showing up. <laughs> yeah, so good point. Well, before we jump into those, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue to help our mothers to understand this decision. Yeah. CBD, yes or no? It's a difficult one. All right, we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ed. There's Kim. Gonna help you guys traverse through the I don't know the chaos about CBD for pregnant women. Yeah, of course we would always want to say consult with your doctor. Let your doctor know I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Um, because obviously we always want your doctor to know what you're doing, especially if it's concerning CBD. I think when you're pregnant, we're going to suggest the overall suggestion right now is an isolate if you need to do CBD. If you really feel like this is, I, I just can't do without, um, then an isolate is the way to go. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's keep moving in on the science. Okay. The science says uh, there is now a uh, conversation about pharma. Pharmacokinetics. Pharmacokinetics is actually the movement of drugs throughout the human body. Uh, just for those who need to know this, uh, their common forms are uh, you can inhale it, you can uh, apply it topically, you can ingest it, or you can uh, bilingual it, which means underneath the tongue. So uh, I want to share with, uh, again, in this report, they suggested inhale, inhalation was the most efficient, meaning the quickest response. Sublingual was next. Oral was uh, last, but 
if you need it slower and longer, oral worked just fine. And then, of course, topical was very localized. Now, they did suggest that it was localized. Now, for you pregnant mothers, that might be something you want to know. If it's localized, then it may not be getting anywhere else. So if you've got a sore back, uh, when they consider localized, it meaning that you have CB1 and CB2 receptors right there in your skin, uh, which might help you with inflammation and pain, uh, especially as moms are probably prone to that. Yeah, okay. definitely the last trimester, the back is killing you. <laughs> right? Yes. All right. Uh, just wanted to make that note. Uh, another note they made in here, they said, unlike THC, CBD has a larger safety margin. And get ready for this one because, you know, I keep sharing these numbers with Kim, but here we have uh, a review of 12 professionals clinically suggesting that a larger safety margins with amounts up to 1,500 milligrams per day were well tolerated. I want to emphasize this was CBD only. Yes. All right. Not, not a broad spectrum and not a full spectrum, an isolated molecule. Yes. Okay? All right, so that was uh, an important note. Now, so CBD and pregnancy. They made a statement here, though cannabis in general has conventionally been considered harmful to both those who consume it and any potential offspring. Recent research has indicated that at least some individual components of the plant actually provide an array of clinical benefits and with few side effects, CBD in particular. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. So just wanted to make that known. Uh, despite increased insight into the clinical use for pediatric and adult patients, very little definitively known is definitively known how CBD alone might impact pregnancy or the fetus. All right. So again, they're not there yet. And they, no. keep, they, they, they said it, it 20 times, 20 times as I've read this, and I'm sure that's a minimum. I bet they said it more. Yeah, well, you know, you have to make sure that the message gets to the, the reader. Right, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Alrighty, so we have CBD. Uh, CBD group of fetuses showed a marked decrease in inflammation by all measures suggesting that this relatively innocuous compound shows promise and future therapy. The study is significant for allowing conclusions to be drawn regarding both the transmission of CBD across the placenta and the effects of fetal pathology once in, in utero. Now, so they're suggesting that CBD from all the animal studies mm -hmm. has got good conclusive direction that it will likely have benefits as they move into human. But that's not the end of that story. They are uh, finding that CBD may not be safe during pregnancy. It has been found to be anti-angiogenic. Now, I went and had to find out what the heck anti-angiogenic is. Yeah. And here's what it is. An angiogenic is the ability to produce new blood, cell, uh, blood vessels. Oh. Guess where this might show up being a problem? Yeah. In your umbilical cord. Right, 
right? Yeah, where you all your need, nutrition is you go, need or the baby's those. nutrition is going. And they're finding that CBD may have an anti-angiogenic property to it. Okay. Okay. So that doesn't sound like a a, a thing I want to do. No, definitely not. In addition to potentially crossing the placebo barrier, there are concerns that it also may modulate the immune system by altering cytokine levels, infecting apoptosis, which may ultimately deregulate a fetus's development of its own immune system. Okay. All right, so if you do stuff for them, they may not know, the body may not know how to build its own. Right. Uh, so I thought that was uh, a concern uh, because that could affect them in later years, fighting off infections and stuff like that. Definitely, yep. Uh, apparently, there are a couple of proteins that are important to a pregnant mother. One protein uh, is your BCRP. This is your breast cancer resistant protein. Apparently, CBD has an impact on increasing that. They have found that in, uh, you know, post, you know, after the baby's born, whatever, they've found an increased amount if somebody was using uh, CBD or reported to use CBD. Uh, and moms want a lot of this because, again, helps reduce the risk of breast cancer afterwards. Ah, okay, I see. I- I understand now. I, I didn't understand quite fully when you first oh, said it. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, breast cancer resistant proteins. Uh, I think the body naturally wants to make these. Yes. And this helps out a lot. CBD. CBD helps it. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, it has been shown to help it. I'll, I'll say that. So that's a pro, a, not a con. It's a pro. Okay. The con is that there is another protein. Glycoproteins, at, uh, pro- it's PGP. Uh, this protein has a problem because it has the ability to change uh, the up and down regulating of this, this protein such that it, the, the deregulation of it could lead to excessive or unwanted transmission of certain substances across the placenta. All right, what this meant is that this protein... It's kind of like a gatekeeper of what goes through the placenta. Okay. Okay, what's allowed in, what's allowed out. And when this gene is altered, or when this protein is altered, it's a bad thing because it could let things in that you don't want, the, the, that placenta doesn't want in, that could be harmful to the baby. Okay, the so and then so CBD goes in and alters that? It can alter it, right. Okay. And so alteration and these, they're called transporters now. That's what the protein affects. Mm-hmm. Have been found in women and with preterm labor and can alter the transport of crucial components and compounds the fetus requires, especially during the first trimester when organs are developed. Okay. All right. So, so that's a con. We don't want that for sure. Right, right. So you have some studies around these two areas. One is upregulating a protein that we want, and one is deregulating one that we need more of, right. that we didn't want. So, so those two, expect to see some more studies about them. Okay. All right. Now, I'll go to uh, a past. It's difficult to study these things. Yeah. So. But keep in mind, those are on a forefront right now, I could tell. 
Let me see. Um, how about this? CBD used in rats. Moms, I know you don't want to hear that, but has shown some promise in restoring cognitive functions, which have been lost from iron loading. Okay. Now, this category of neurological deficits is evidenced by increased levels of apoptosis-related proteins like, and then they list three different proteins that I can hardly pronounce. <laughs> okay, so uh, again, so we have a lot of yeses and, and noes. yeah. Okay, but you've noticed we've moved away from THC. We've moved away from the term cannabis. Now we're very specifically studying CBD. Right. Okay. And is there any, um, I know CBD is obviously the one that they're looking at right now, but hopefully in the future, maybe we'll look at the yeah. other cannabinoids. I absolutely, I absolutely agree. So if, so as I watch the studies evolve, here's where they went. Cannabis first. Yeah. And cannabis just happens to be the green stuff you got in the back. That's an absolute no. And then they moved into cannabinoids which they knew were, were, were a big group, including THC, but now had CBD and maybe some CBG and very little though. And now they're moving to the independent cannabinoids. Right. All right, let's talk about CH THC. Let's talk about, let's study CBD by itself. Let's put those two together, then study them. Let's go to CBG. So Kim, you are going to be right. It's going to continue to be more and more specific because that's how they're going to formulate their base. And then they can come back and add things together and try to emulate what the market's doing. Yeah. Yeah, because the market's just throwing stuff together, and then it's also Mother Nature. Right, uh, right. I've got another effect here, a positive one. How about uh, CBD affects the uterine myomantrial cells in vitro? Anyway, okay. I'm sorry. These are muscle fibers <laughs> that are related to contractions. Okay. All right, CBD helps to upregulate a component that manages these contractions. So when you go into preterm contractions, CBD can help you delay that. I see. Okay, and get a little closer to the time period in which you were supposed to do. Or the levels there seem to have, it appeared that, I'll say it directly from them, it appeared that CBD dramatically inhibited the con contractility of these fibers. In other words, if you weren't ready, you could do this, and it would calm them down. It would calm them down. Yes. Okay. Okay, so that was that. Um, all right, so we know, you know, long-term, known being psychoactive. CBD has recently been indicated to be an antipsychotic as well. Uh, but, again, not really saying how useful this might be for a mother. And I don't think mothers would even go in this direction. No. Because uh, they, they were fine. But we do know that they are, there were two common drugs. Uh, one was uh, a, um, a uh, that stops, uh, that stops, uh, um, in, I'm sorry, um, inflammation. What is that? A corticosteroids? Mm -hmm. So they have used corticosteroids on mothers. Uh, for an interesting condition called gastroschisis, <laughs> Shishitis? I don't know. This, Go ahead. <laughs> this is this is when the baby's opening, where the umbilical go through. Uh huh. When those muscles aren't firm and they open up, and then you have issues with the intestines coming out. Yes. All right. And so in the past, they have used 
corticosteroids to help get this under control, and they are now looking at CBD because of the no side effects. Ah, good. So that was a great big one. Um, modulating the immune system, preventing the fetus from self-developing. We've talked about that. Yep. Uh, let me see here. Let me go through and see what I haven't gone through yet. Not uh, provide. All right. So let me read a little bit on the conclusions because I think uh, Kimberly has a handful of other things, kind of an open conversation. Uh, so I'm going to give you the conclusions of what this panel of physicians and professionals said about this. Um, with the legal legalization of marijuana and growing CBD market, the prevalence of CBD usage is projected to increase in the coming years. While cannabis has been extensively studied for the adverse effects. Remember, cannabis being... Right. Yep, marijuana more so. Notably, the teratogenicity, which, by the way, I looked into that, and that's nothing you want either. No. Right. So, um, large comprehensive studies on CBD usage in pregnant patients remain scarce despite the growing interest in the general population. CBD is, pro is proposed to provide therapeutic benefits for, like, chronic pain, pain management, nausea, and vomiting, you know, for pregnant women. Mm -hmm. But it's, the, the studies are just not there yet. The outcomes uh, show that the side effects are minimum, but the development, fetus development, uh, is probably the largest area and still in question. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, even when we discuss things like, well, let's just say the COVID vaccine, who, what was the last group of people that are being tested to see if there's any right. side effects? Pregnant yep. mothers yep. Yep. and fetuses and small children and all of that. So it's hard to do a study yep. for this. Um, and, 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 and we're just getting to the place where we're really getting a good flow on studies. Yep. This is just one of those areas that just has not been developed well enough yet. Yeah. So the, the last statement, I just thought it was interesting to share it with you. You said, thus far... There have been few studies that directly study the effects of CBD on the developing fetus. Yeah. But, very, but various studies are building knowledge on CBD's potential effect during pregnancy. Placental changes, oxytocin-induced myometrial contractions, those contractions we talked about earlier, cannabinoid si signaling in the uterus, these are all highlighted things that are currently underway, yeah. but nothing for us yet. Right, right. Now, what I'd like to say is I want to mark this. This is a June 2020 study. And I want to mark that because, you know, we were already seven months past that. Uh, but I would like to say the next time we have this conversation, we might have some more updated yeah. Knowledge. I'm sorry, pregnant women. We we're not we don't have a lot lot of information for you. Um, we're we're gonna have to stick with the studies. It's it's not yeah. So there is a lot of information here. Yes. What, what she's saying, we don't have any concrete 
recommendations because we felt it very difficult to do that. Yeah. And I'm not even sure you would like us if we were to make those kind of recommendations because right. you really just want to hear some knowledge, some facts, right. so that you can position yourself. Yes. Uh, one thing that certainly was clear, I am happy to, to talk about it, they did suggest that topical applications of CBD could be very it could be very isolated in other words it would stay in that area now they did say broad applications of CBD would be different right so if you are using a body lotion that was not the same right so they said isolated concentrated area like I'm just rubbing this little two inch spot on my back yeah they they suggested that uh, all it would do is just stay focused in that area. I'm sorry, the absorption of CBD would stay focused in that area based on their study review. Right. And then if you went to the broad, you know, all over your skin, all over your body, that then the uh, absorption rate could have increased. So are you saying then, so let's say you're using a beauty product and you become pregnant that contains, I'm sorry, that contains CBD, a beauty product that contains, would you say maybe you should stop do, using that if uh if the beauty product was wide was spread on a large part of your body yes okay. if it wasn't like just under your eyelids or something then yeah. i'd say no yeah then you're okay as i as i read it yeah okay okay right but i was looking at it like the pain thing sounds, oh sounds yeah like, no the the one like pretty important the one uh article that i located w where this mother was and there's actually a whole group um can cannabis mamas, something like I can't remember. Anyway, she was suggesting that she what she used um, a full spectrum topical on her belly at the, in the, in the last trimester, and definitely the the day of delivery, uh -huh. she put it on her stomach to help with contraction pains in her back oh. because though you know those areas all yeah. that's yeah. extremely painful. Now okay. listen, uh, an epidural <laughs> definitely you know you want to get in the hospital and get your medication. Um, oh, you mean your like pharmaceuticals? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, she says that. She suggested that that helped with a lot of pain that she was suffering okay. through. Um, now, I wanted to talk about just uh, women in general and CBD and how much it can help um, with PMS, uh, cramps, yeah. yep. migraines from PMS. Uh, gosh, uh, let's see, menopause, I personally went through that situation with hot flashes and everything and the C and CBD really did calm all of those issues. If you have a teenager that's going through um, that giant PMS cycle that all parents go, oh my God, my female teenager is a <laughs> psycho. Um, a little five milligram CBD gummy. I'm not talking about anything with THC in it. In it. An isolate um, will calm her and make her feel, you know, less emotional. Um, I would also suggest, I, I, I do CBD for many different reasons, but also um, any type of hormonal imbalance that I'm going through the month with, even though I am past um, those places. I don't have um, my monthly cycle and all of that any longer. But if you are having those issues, 
if you used just a little bit of CBD every day, you would not have all of those ups and downs and waves of anger and, and, and anxiety and depression. You could really regulate that. You can really regulate that. Um, I would say after you're 18, you can move up to a full spectrum. Uh, you can also move up your milligrams if you need to. I think if you're a teenager, 5 to 15 max is, is where you want to stay with that. And then, you know, obviously as you're getting into your 50s, then you're dealing with arthritis and all the other stuff. So yep. you'll go up to 25 to 50 milligrams a day. But though it, CBD really can be your friend, um, especially if you're taking anxiety medication, you yeah. can use something a little more natural. We're just trying to get you to use something that's a little more natural and not a pill. Yeah. Have you? And, it, it, and it's interesting. And Kimberly, I wondered if you have found uh, some of your clients are talking about this as it comes to migraines. So I had a good friend that uh, I had just read something uh, from her that she had recently uh, went through some pretty big migraine problems. Yes. Uh, and the way I heard her speak is just how demoralizing, how disruptive migraines can be. And when I thought about it, I went, in my own brain, I went, okay, so there might be two ways to deal with migraines uh, out externally, mm -hmm. a, a topical application, and then uh, dealing with the inflammation before it happens. Right. I'm, I'm wondering if you have, what is your share there? Well, yes, definitely. Um, if you're someone who gets migraines on a regular basis, um, I would definitely use a CBD product um, all the time, every day. I mean, yeah. just use it every day. To because of the anti-inflammatory, right? Yes, yeah. keep that inflammation down. If it's during a cycle and you know it's going to happen, then you can increase your dose. Obviously, a topical is really good depending on where your migraine is. Some people, it's the back of the neck. Yeah. No matter where it is, it'll stop you in your tracks. You are you are not going to be able to do anything yeah. on okay. any great level if you get a migraine. Um, but a lot of women get them with their with their cycle, and it's it's horrible when you're going through a migraine and cramps and everything sure. else you have to deal right. with. So topicals are really good. They're great for cramps too. You can put that right on your stomach. And okay. We'll rub it in. All right. I'm sorry, but we got to wrap things. Okay. Yeah. So, but I want to encourage you send any questions, especially female related to Kim at info at Yeah. Uh, and she'll be the right person to answer those. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm absolutely positive and I have a lot of confidence in her. Uh, I would like to say uh, thank you again for allowing us to share all this wonderful information with you. Uh, stay tuned for our show next week, which will be about CBD and muscle recovery. And we know a lot of people have been hitting the gym lately. Yeah. And including us. And so, again, our job here is to really help you get through this knowledge. And the outcome is, is really welcome to the future of health and wellness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think CBD is going to be around for a while. So this is Ed. And this is Kim. <laughs> we'll see you the next time. Bye. 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 
Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.